G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. There is an amazing outreach organisation with a history that has 127 years, uh, which in that formation gave it an amazing heritage. It continues to do great work around the world and it was started here in Australia. It's called OAC. That's short for Open Air Campaigners. Evangelism outreach methods have changed over the years, and so there is change afoot in the OAC camp here in Australia. Andrew Walkington is the staff evangelist at Open Air Campaigners, or these days known as OAC. I want to make a special welcome to 2020 to you, Andrew Walkington. Thank you very much for having me, Neil. Andrew, things in Australia have uh, gone through some stresses, uh, some challenges of recent times. OAC is in the process of reformulating a new vision for the future, and you are the man for the job. So let me say, <laughs> welcome along. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, look, it's, it is a, a ministry with a long, rich history. Uh, I'm a relative newcomer. I've only been on board for about 18 months, and I came in from a long way outside of the organisation, and I think what you said is absolutely correct, that as our culture is continuing to shift and change, we are having to continually think about how we look to reach our culture, reach the people of our country with the great news of the message of Jesus. And so you are technically the new leader at the helm of what's happening with OAC in Australia. And I want to say that because I know that there'll be listeners (laughs) who are very familiar with uh, the old open-air campaigners. And I know there'll be listeners who'll be saying, you know what, my dad was a part of open-air campaigners or I've had an uncle or a grandparent who was uh, an OAC, open-air campaigners junkie. It's all like they, they were obviously, you know, people who were energised by the idea of doing evangelism the way that the old open-air campaigners did. Now, let me just ask you here, because when we talk about the name OAC, which is what you're emphasising these days, yep. very different to the old open-air campaigners, and that's because... Things change. Here we are in the 21st century. That's why you've got this change happening. That's right. Look, and and, um, I'm I'm one of just a a group of people around the country that are involved in this, saying I'm at helm. I'm not sure that I – it's quite strictly accurate. I I do report to those in the chain above me. But, yeah, there is a a change, and part of it is we just don't get to open air in the same way that the movement had its roots uh, in previous decades. It was known as a ministry – where people would be out on the streets with a sketchboard, uh, standing on a soapbox, doing object lessons, doing all sorts of things to draw a crowd so that they could preach the gospel. But our culture really doesn't respond to that anymore. You can stand up on a street corner and preach in, in here in Brisbane, and 98, 99% of the people will walk straight past you, and that other 1% will either listen for a few seconds and then make some sort of rude comment or listen for a few seconds, get bored, and keep moving. It's simply not a method in many areas of our culture that has the same effectiveness that it once did. 
So you had the old days where, as you say, a sketchboard, I imagine the use of flannel graphs, uh, the idea of puppet shows. Yep. You know what? And I know that there'll be some people who are saying, well, hey, these things are still working in our community, and uh, but it's less and less. So you've got to actually update You've got to change. The message doesn't change, Absolutely. but the method does. This is an important aspect. Yeah, and, and some and let me some of those tools, they are still being used in different avenues of our ministry. Uh, we do a whole lot of work with more kids programs down in other states. So we've got people doing kids holiday club type programs or beach mission type programs, and many of those tools and methods are very much still being used there. As well, you go overseas and you'll find that a lot of the ministry around the world, I think the last number I had was 31 countries, those methods are still being used and being used in many instances very, very effectively. But there is something about our Aussie culture where it is really hard to just assemble a crowd of people to listen to a gospel message anymore. I know that there'll be people listening to our conversation today who are absolutely thrilled that they're hearing a young voice on an old organisation. OAC used to be Open Air Campaigners. And here's Andrew Walkington, finds himself in a role here where you are endeavouring to stimulate some interest. And I know you're looking to make some new friends, some new connections, people who perhaps have had some connection with OAC in the past. You're wanting to reconnect. You're actually regathering in some sense and growing the team so that you can be an effective organisation into the future. Uh, The regathering, the growing of the team, this is something you're really passionate about. It is. And I think in in Queensland at least, I won't speak for the other states, In uh, they've got some volunteers. In Queensland, to the best of my looking through the records, we haven't had a decent volunteer base for somewhere between five and ten years, which meant that what we've had up here for a fair season is usually just one staff member operating on their own, partnering with other organisations around us, but really having to operate in isolation and not having that same scope to grow things. And actually, in an exciting development for for me up here in Queensland, we're about to have some new volunteers. We've actually got uh, three people coming on board uh, in the next couple of weeks, and uh, it's going to be really wonderful to have them coming through looking to generate a new generation of OAC volunteers that can partner alongside the work that I'm doing, hopefully to get the gospel out to more and more people. And sometimes I imagine people think that they're going to uh, you know, join up and support an evangelism organisation, that somehow or other you have to be the guy who stands on the street or, uh, or whatever new methods you're going to be using to be the evangelist. Sure. But you're looking for people who have computer skills, admin background, people who are organisers of events. You're looking for a whole lot of people in a whole lot of different giftings, people who would think, you know, I'm here ready and skilled to be able to contribute, uh, looking for this opportunity now that God is opening a door into. You're interested to talk to those people today. Yeah, there's no no question we need people who will be on the front line of ministry. Uh, And street evangelism is not for everyone. Uh, I think we're all called to be a witness and, and share about our faith, but not everyone has the temperament, the personality, the skills to go out there on the street and do that sort of work. But we can always use people helping in other ways too. 
Um, one of the biggest things that I've been finding helpful in recent time is connections. It's one of these old things. It's not who, it's not what you know, but who you know. And I'm finding that it's been the connections that I've been slowly developing as I've immersed myself in the work here. It's opening doors for me to take uh, a training course into this location here or to go and speak uh, at an evangelistic event there or to go and uh, work amongst a particular people group or a particular uh, area of society in another location. So exciting. I can imagine there'll be some who are saying, you know what, there could be something I could contribute to OAC, but who is this new guy on the block? <laughs> let's uh, let's get a little bit of insight into Andrew Walkington. Andrew, uh, as I understand it, up until you were about 20, you were a pretty rock-solid atheist. So, That's correct, yeah. So something in you has a real testimony to share. Uh, take us back to a quick recount of your testimony here. Sure. Yeah, I was. I grew up as an atheist. Uh, I was fairly renowned in my early university years for being the guy that would spend his time at the lunch table at university arguing with the Christians. And I, I sort of like to think I was actually pretty effective at it. And in some ways, that actually was a, a very defining characteristic of who I was. Well, at the end of my second year of university, God got my attention he did that through some life circumstances, depression and other things. And what mostly changed in my life was a healthy dose of hum humility. I had always asked all these questions. I'd always made all these arguments against the Bible and had very little interest in actually hearing whether these things could be answered. So when God humbled me, it then opened the door in my life for me to say, well, actually, is there any good evidence for God's existence? Is there any reason for me to believe this stuff? Can I really trust this Bible? Why would I bother considering these things? And I started to ask the same questions I'd always asked. But for some reason, my heart attitude had changed. I was actually willing to hear answers. And somewhat frustratingly for a now former atheist, the more I asked these questions, the more they actually turned out to have very good answers and I ultimately reached a point where I said, this this makes perfect sense. And you eventually found your way into serving with mm. the organization that was formerly known as Campus Crusade for Christ. These days, it's called Power to Change. And of course, what some people will recognize when they hear those words, Campus Crusade for Christ, is that that's the biggest mission opportunity in the whole world. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know that, but Very the much. number of people involved in campus mission uh, is just the biggest mission organization. So you've had this wonderful experience and worked on campuses, and you've been there on the coalface in the current climate of what people believe today. It sounds like you are the man for the job to reinvent what's happening with uh, open-air campaigners. Look, I mean, I'm enjoying myself. I'm spending a lot of hours each week out on the street talking to complete strangers, uh, telling them about Jesus, asking them, you know, what do they believe? Why do they believe it? Have they understood the claims of Christianity? And obviously a lot of the people I speak to, I, I never see them again. I never hear from them again. There are some times, though, that God provides these amazing glimpses of what he has been doing through me as I've just put myself out there and made myself available. We've got stories of people, uh, a young lady that hopped off the, the bus at the wrong stop in Sunnybank where we were ministering. 
bumped into me, heard the gospel, got soundly saved, and is now walking with the Lord. A gentleman that I spoke to in May on my one and only trip down to the Gold Coast to do some ministry down there contacted me at New Year's to say that following the conversation he and I had had, he decided to walk away from the Jehovah's Witnesses, got involved in a good church, got soundly saved, got baptized, and is now out there doing gospel ministry on the streets himself. So we see these glimpses, and it's kind of one of these amazing things that of the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people I speak to, I don't know what happens to 99% of them. But I look forward to that moment someday in my own history where the Lord takes me home, and ultimately I get to see how he has used my very, very simple efforts to change people's lives for eternity and for his own glory. It's going to be exciting. Well, I know there'll be people listening to us who have a testimony or who have a capacity to be able to share their faith as a witness for Christ. Uh, There'll be those who have a gift of apologetics, being able to answer the questions that people are asking today uh, with regard to issues around faith. And there'll be people who are saying, I can make a contribution by getting to be a part of what OAC is like in a new day. The next, you might call it the next uh, opportunity for change, the change up uh, for what OAC will be into the future. Let me give a website because I know people will want to visit the website and check out those things that you've got there and uh, to talk about what is going to be different into the future. The website is oac.org.au. Now, there is an international website too called openaircampaigners.org, but the Australian uh, expression is going to be on oac.org.au. Andrew Walkington is the staff evangelist with Open Air Campaigners. Andrew, uh, we'll talk again another day, but thanks so much for sharing your thoughts with us today on 2020. Thank you so much for having me. It's greatly appreciated. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.